but I was in my head overthinking, just say something. But I was like, no, I was too busy freaking out. She just wished y'all a great weekend and y'all didn't even look at her. Welcome or welcome back to the Introverts Talk 2 podcast. My name's Kirsten and I'm your host. I've been your host for 24, 25 episodes now. Today I wanted to talk about intentionally pushing away social anxiety. And you might be like, what? If you're socially anxious, you're socially anxious. I think that's true, but I also think social anxiety is somewhat a mindset. And I'm not saying like, oh, if, you, if you're socially anxious, you're just in the wrong mindset. No, I'm just saying like, you know, I mean, we're all like coming to situations where we might be a little bit socially anxious, like we don't know this group of people, so we're a little bit more quiet than usual, or we're just not sure what to say, we don't want to say the wrong thing. But I also think it's a mindset because it's also possible, it's not easy, but it's possible to push those intrusive thoughts away. I think I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me on that. But I, I mean, I this is this is something that has worked for me is all I'm saying. So like I said, intentionally pushing away social anxiety. And when I say intentionally, I just mean consciously. And when you're feeling like you might be getting a little bit socially anxious or you might feel like your social battery's dying, say you're out and you're doing something with a group of people that maybe you know, maybe you don't, or you're in a crowd of people and you're feeling yourself becoming a little bit socially anxious and you feel yourself shutting down, try to acknowledge those feelings. And if you don't want to feel those feelings at that moment, just try to like push through them, you know? And it might be really draining and it might be really hard, but Something that's worked for me is really trying to push away those feelings. Here's a little background. In my last episode, if you listened to it, I talked about how I took a trip to Dallas, Texas. During this Texas trip, I encountered a lot of strangers, obviously. And I had conversations with these strangers. And it felt normal and it felt not stressful. Like I didn't feel like I was saying too much. I didn't feel like I was saying too little. I felt like I was contributing just enough to this conversation with these strangers. And this was like an Uber driver or a coffee shop barista or an art shop uh, cashier or, you know, um, a hotel set. Like I just felt like I was having conversations with strangers that I would never usually have where I'm living now. And I felt very, very comfortable. And it kind of opened my eyes a lot and made me realize, okay, I don't know if I'm as socially anxious as I think I am. I think it's maybe the current environment that I'm living in. And when I got home, I kind of made sure to stay a little bit more conscious about the times where I felt like I was maybe feeling a little bit socially anxious or I was feeling like I couldn't contribute to a conversation. And I decided to try to push those thoughts away consciously. It starts with the fact that I am an art major, okay? And I didn't really think about this until more recently, but I was wondering if art majors, I mean, I'm assuming that art majors are a little bit more quiet and to themselves, more so than maybe a theater major or a, I don't know, a major, a journalism major where you have to really network and put yourself out there. Um, Art majors, I would feel, are a little bit more quiet into themselves, which I think might be the reason I have a little bit more difficulty when it comes to making friends, especially in my major and in my classes. Everyone is so quiet. And I'm just like, this is not what I expected college to be. I expected college to be a lot about networking and, you know, talking to people, making friends, sitting next to someone in class and making a friend with that person or sharing your notes with that person or, I don't know, doing something 
that has to do with being social. But I found it to be extremely difficult to do that in my major because everyone is just so quiet. And it got to, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're a quiet person, obviously that's okay. But um, it's just not what I expected. And so going into this semester that I'm currently in this fall semester, I noticed something. I would, you know, be in class. Literally, my classes only have about like eight students in them. They're really small. And that's also the thing about art classes. You would think that if they're like more small and intimate, like they would be like you would be able to make friends with the people that you're standing next to because they're smaller classes. It's not like 200 people in these classes where you can't really, you don't really know who's sitting on the other side of the class, you know? These are like literally eight to 12 students in my class. And I thought maybe it would be a little bit easier to make friends with these people or at least become acquainted, acquainted? Become acquaintances with these people. But it was actually in more more difficult I don't I don't know why and I think it actually is more linked to the fact that I'm an art major so my teacher would come into the class in the beginning of class and she would say something like hi guys how's everybody doing how was your weekend dead silence and she's waiting for an answer obviously but it's just quiet and I looked around and I was like, is anyone going to say anything or is it just going to be like no one's going to answer? So my teacher would have to kind of push and go, good, good, good. OK, good. All right. And then she'll move on. And I'm like, oh, that was awkward. I didn't like that at all. So anyway, moved on. And then another class that I'm taking, the teacher would be like at the end of the class. All right, guys, I'm headed out. You can stay for as long as you want to work on your projects. I hope you guys have a great weekend. If you have any questions, just let me know. And at the whole time, the whole time, everyone's just quiet. No one's even acknowledging that she's saying these things. And I felt kind of bad. Like she just wished y'all a great weekend and y'all didn't even look at her. Like y'all didn't even make eye contact. Y'all didn't give her a nod, a smile, anything. And I, and I looked at her and I was kind of like, okay, thanks. You too. Because it's just like, it seems like the right thing to do, you know? to wish someone else a good weekend if they wish you a good weekend, you know? And I was like, why is no one like doing that? That's kind of rude. But then I pulled back. I was like, okay, wait, hold on. Okay. These people might be a little bit more socially anxious or to themselves, which I guess is okay. And this happened multiple times where my teacher would like come into class and be like, do you guys know, have you guys ever reviewed this in your last classes? And the, the students would be like, totally quiet and I'll be like yeah we reviewed it I mean I did I mean and she'll be like oh okay okay just making sure and it kind of felt like she appreciated someone actually answering the question which obviously I would think she would appreciate that because you know she's asking a question anybody would answer a question that you know someone's asking my point is that old me would just be silent as well and wait for someone else to speak up but new me <laughs> new me that is trying to push away the social anxiety is like be that person you know be that person that breaks the silence you know say something it's not that serious it's just a simple question about what you reviewed in your previous courses you know or wishing someone else a good weekend it's not awkward it's not weird but someone else might feel a little bit too uncomfortable to break that silence so don't let that silence just just go and let and let someone wish you a happy weekend without, you know, wishing them back. Just just break the silence. It's not that serious, you know? And I try to lately push those feelings away that I feel like I can't do that because it would be too awkward and I'd feel like, you know, someone's looking at me like, "Why is she breaking the silence? What does she think? Who does she think she is?" Like th- those are the thoughts that are going through my head before I break that awkward silence. So this is something that I realized after this Dallas trip that 
yes, I am able to hold a conversation with someone and I'm not as socially anxious as I think I may have thought I was. And I'm able to do these things. So when I got back, I was trying to be extra conscious about where I could speak up and where I could use my voice and like say something, you know? And one of those things, especially in art classes, which is really funny because we have, we have in art classes, we have critiques, which is, you know, after maybe like two weeks of working on your assignment or your project, everyone puts their project in the, in the middle of the class or on the wall or hangs it up somewhere. And the entire class comes by, looks at it and critiques it, which is basically just telling the artist what they could have done better, what they did really well, what they should look out for next time and, you know, stuff like that. So it's basically just critiquing your work. And it's really funny because, you know, the class is always quiet and you never hear anyone talking. But like when critiques come around, you finally hear someone's voice. It's really weird. And it's just like, oh, so you do talk. I don't know. I don't want to be that person. It's like, oh, I never heard you talking before. Like, you know, when people in high school did that and they're like, oh my gosh, she got, she actually speaks guys. Like, I don't want to be like that person, but it's just really interesting to hear someone talk that you've never heard talk before, you know? Anyway. So like I said, yeah, during these critiques, there's always like this awkward silence and awkward pause when it comes to actually talking about the project. The teacher's like, all right, let's, let's critique. Anyone have anything to say? And it's usually quiet. Usually I let someone else go first. I don't, I don't speak first because I want to kind of, I guess, read the room and see like whatever everyone else is thinking about this project. I don't want to be the first person to say something good and bad about someone's project. I would, I would be quiet. I wouldn't say anything. But lately, I have been trying to push myself to break the silence, like like be the first person to say something. And usually when you do that, everything, everyone else just starts to go ahead and say their piece, say what they want to say. It's just that one person that needs to break the silence. And I'd rather, honestly, lately, as someone that's trying to grow out of social anxiety, I'd rather break the silence real quick than to sit in awkward silence waiting for someone else to break it, you know? And I think definitely think the professor, the teacher appreciates that person that breaks the silence. So I do. And I've said, I really like your project. Your project's really good. I think you did this well. I think you did that well. I think maybe you could work on this. But overall, I think your project's great, you know? And that's all. And they appreciate it. And that's it. And then you sit back and then everyone else says their piece. And you got yours over with, you know? Another time lately that I've just decided to just go for it and just say something was also in art class. Okay, so here's what happened. We do critiques also for homework sometimes. So the teacher will hand out a homework assignment and we'll have to draw something or do something in our own medium and just create something. In this case, it was portraits. It was using colors. It was doing, you know, stuff like that in a medium that we're not familiar with. So colored pencil, you know, pastels. I don't know. I don't know if you know much about, you know, different art mediums, but there was this one girl that laid her project out and I loved it. It was really, really nice. I mean, it was a portrait of a side profile of a girl. She used colored pencil and it was so colorful and it was, it was, it was honestly really, really beautiful. Like, and I wanted to say something, but 
I didn't say anything because I was just like, oh, well, I guess other people said stuff. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, she, she, she feels that, you know, it was good. I just wish I said something, but it's all right. You know, no big deal. And I walked away and I was like, I wish I kind of said something. And I kind of went back to look at it and I was like, yeah, that's really nice. She deserves someone else to say something about it. But the time had passed. The time had passed and I did not say anything. And so my teacher kind of collects all of those homework assignments and hangs them up on a wall on a bulletin board, kind of like, like we're in kindergarten. Um, not in like a bad way. She just wants to show all of our work, um, in the hallway outside of the classroom so that whatever, whoever's walking by can see those things. And there was another day that I walked out of the classroom. We were kind of all kind of just in the hallway doing other things during a break during this class. And I saw her project again and I was like, oh yeah, there it is. Very nice. I like it. And this girl happened to just be walking past me. And I was like, oh gosh, I want to say something, I want to say something, I want to say something, but I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to do it. But then I was like, no, I have to say something because this is what I wanted to say before. So I kind of stopped her and I was like, hi, um, you're the one that did this project, right? And she was like, oh yeah, she seemed very shy. And I was just like, oh, I just would say it's really nice, it's really cute. I mean, not, I didn't say cute, but I was like, it's really nice. You did a really good job, it's really nice, I really like it. And she was like, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. Yeah, sure. And then I kind of just like walked away. And that was it. And I was like, oh, I didn't feel as weird and awkward as I thought it was going to feel. It was not that serious. It was quite literally just a compliment. So why would it feel weird? And at that point, I realized, you know what? I'm going to start speaking up when I feel that I want to speak up. I'm going to say whatever it is and not be so worried that I'm going to sound stupid or I'm going to sound like... I don't know what I'm talking about or I'm trying too hard because those are the things that go through my mind when I'm ready to talk or ready to say something like, okay, you're going to, you're going to sound stupid. You're going to say something wrong and that's going to be it. But at that moment, I was just like, no, we're we're not going to do this anymore. I don't like not speaking up and then walking away feeling like I could have said more. So we're not going to do that anymore. I would still consider myself an introvert. I do like being by myself. I am very comfortable being by myself, but being socially anxious sometimes is just really frustrating because there's always a, a time where you want to say something or you you want to go somewhere and not feel like, you know, your 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 social battery's being drained and you don't want to say anything and you look weird to other people because you're just kind of standing in the corner. Like, I, there's times where I just don't want to feel like that and social anxiety kind of just creeps up on you every now and then. And so learning how to push it away is definitely something that I really want to work on because I don't know, I want to talk to people and I want to like, you know, make connections with people and network and like, you know, especially going into the arts, like my art is something that's really important to me and I don't want to miss out on an opportunity because I was too scared to speak up you know I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to talk to someone because I I I was afraid of looking like I'm trying too hard or I'm going to say something stupid you know and so that's something that I feel like is I I have to work on now like it's sooner than later you know and then there's also very minor things you know like asking someone an extra question that you really did want the answer to don't be afraid to ask the question honestly ask the barista which which one's better like the vanilla or caramel which one's better they might appreciate the conversation or not I don't know just people do that all the time and I I I watch people do that sometimes and I'm like I wish I would speak up and say something like that just for just for the heck of it you know I saw this video recently where this girl drove up to a 
drive through like at I don't know Dunkin or Starbucks or something and they asked the worker like how are you doing because because the worker's always like hi hi how are you today your total's this and then she asked the worker like how are you doing like or, like you know no one usually asks you how, how are you doing because you know you're on a drive-through and you're just working and the barista looked like she really appreciated someone asking how they are because people just like drive by spend their money get their coffee and go and she looked like she really appreciated not being treated like a robot but my social anxiety would never allow me to do that it would never it would be like no she does not want to hear you ask how she is or like who are you trying to be right now you're trying to be someone extra right now that's asking how i am like that's what i think she's going to think about me if I ask that question, but in reality, it's just a question. Social anxiety blows things way out of proportion and it's never that serious. If you're in the mood to do a nice gesture, something as simple as asking a barista how their day is, is not going to hurt. It's going to be fine. Doing things more like that, speaking up or a cashier, how are you doing? Because I know this is not easy. Like I said, I see people do this all the time. And I look at them, I'm like, I wish I could do that. And I totally can. It's just that, you know, I overthink things way too much. And then there was that all that other time that I talked about in my last podcast episode in Dallas, where this girl said that she liked my outfit when I was waiting for my coffee at a coffee shop. And I wanted to say something to her, but I was in my head overthinking, okay, what if I say like, I like your outfit too, because I kind of did like her outfit. But that's going to sound really ungenuine. She's going to think I'm just saying I like her outfit because she said she liked my outfit. And then she's going to think I'm some type of ungenuine person. Social anxiety. What am I doing? Just say something. I like your outfit. I like your hair. I like your shoes. Something. Say something. Like it's not that deep and it's not that serious. These are people that you don't even know. You'll probably never see again in your entire life. Just say something. It's not that hard and it's not, well, it is kind of hard, but it's not that deep, you know? So moral of the story is lately I've been just trying to go around and ask that extra question, say that extra statement, break the silence, please, because why not be that person? Why not? Oh my gosh. If you have a question, just ask it. Don't let social anxiety get in the way. Intentionally push it away because it's way bigger in your head. Like it's it's not that serious. Social anxiety really makes it bigger in your head. And once you say it, it's like, oh, okay, that was never that serious, you know? So that's just something I'm working on. If you're trying to get out of social anxiety, if you're trying to push that social anxiety away, just do it consciously like if when you're starting to feel like I can't stay here anymore if you're at a gathering or a event and you feel like I can't be here I need to go somewhere else I need to hide in the bathroom I need to go step outside do it for a second what if you really have to but or push yourself to stay in that situation there was another time that I was at this event that the black student union was hosting at my college and I was at this at this event with the club or the organization that I was in. And, you know, we're trying to get people to come to our, you know, meetings. And you were trying to, you know, get the name of our, our organization out there just a little bit more. And, oh my gosh, the craziest thing. I was one of the, I was like one of maybe three people that were representing the, the organization that was there. And there was this this it was like this ballroom and this stage and there was a host or two for this event and they were standing up on the stage saying oh yeah we have a bunch of black student clubs and organizations here 
with us today and I want to kind of just go around and have each of them present and you know uh, talk about what their club has to offer and everything like that and I was like oh no I'm gonna have to go up on that stage I'm gonna have to go up on that stage and at this moment when I got there I was already feeling like a little bit like socially anxious because there were so many people there that were already setting up. I was a little bit late, but my club was also late, so I was the first person there. I didn't know where our table was. I didn't know where to set up. I didn't have any of the supplies to set up. I was kind of just there to support my my, my organization, and I, I the, the president wasn't there yet. The vice president wasn't there yet of my organization, and I was just like, I don't know what to do, and when they got there, and they were like, you didn't find our table? You didn't find... I was like, no. I was too busy, like, in the bathroom freaking out because I'm like okay I gotta figure out how to like calm down I don't know anybody here people are giving me side eyes like why are you here and now after all that I'm trying to like calm myself down now I have to get up on this stage and present this organization and so I had to I had to with this other girl and she did all of the talking thankfully and I because I was, I didn't know what to say. I, I would have stuttered. I would have sounded crazy. I did introduce myself and my name, but that was about it because I just, I was just standing there nodding like I was trying to be engaged in what this other person was saying. And then we got off the stage and I was so glad it was over. But sometimes I do because there is a video like that they posted on their page. It was really short, but it was of me. And I was up there and I was like, I wish I kind of just like spoke up and said something and pushed away that social anxiety because I think I really would appreciate that in the long run. But that was that was a scary hour. I mean, I still think about that. and I'm like, that was yeah, I did not like that at all. And I'm not like somebody that's really afraid of public speaking. But at that moment, yeah, it was not it, it was not it. It was not it. So that was another time I wish I would have spoken up and pushed that away but as I was saying moral of the story just try to push it away consciously and just be aware of when you're starting to feel social anxiety coming on I know it's not easy I'm not a doctor but this is just something that has helped for me uh so I'm done I digress thanks for listening if you want to follow me on my socials for this podcast my tiktok is where I post most frequently and the account is called at introverts talk to podcast so I would love if you followed that that's usually where I post when I upload a new episode and stuff like that so that's fantastic (laughs) but anyway I hope you have a wonderful day bye